to another edition of EastEnders Weekly Podcast, where we're discussing what? EastEnders. That's correct. Well done. <laughs> you got one question right. Can I go now? Yeah. The end. <laughs> Thank you. Julius Steam and we'll go. <laughs> no, we are discussing the episodes that were broadcast on BBC One between the 28th of October and the 1st of November, Halloween season. Mm, not really Halloween this this year, was it? Considering last year was really heavily Bobbing Halloween. for apples. Teeth being lost. Well, they, yes, they kept the bobbing for apples. They had the Halloween party in the Vic, but there was no, you know, giving Death. birth to the devil child in a <laughs> squat or, you know, lots of shouting, mm. blood. There was no blood. I wanted to ask you on, but before I ask you any questions, I just want to say that who are you? You need to introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Alex. I'm the co host, or, <laughs> or so I'm told. You are. And I'm Ben, the host. Of this officially unofficial podcast. That's right, get that all out of the way. So what I wanted to ask you was, whose costume was your favourite this week? Halloween costume, that is. Um, I there liked, quite a few. I liked Grey's costume. Really? Then, why? Because it fitted him well. <laughs> it was cool. a good costume. Um, I hate to say it, but I liked Max's. But I hate Max. Oh, his was great. They also posted a video of him having it done. Mm. They put a lot of it, considering he was only in like two scenes. Yeah, so. if that. <laughs> I mean, episode. They took about three hours to do all his makeup. And mm. so they, you know, Max was very much meant to be the focus that night. And I think the guy who plays Adam, like, enjoyed having his long hair a bit too much. Was he, he was, Ursula? like, really going for it. I've forgotten. Wasn't he Ursula? I don't know. From... He was like a ma- merman, wasn't he, or something? Yeah. Because... Like Jack Sparrow mixed with a mermaid. <laughs> right. Because Honey had done the costumes for Janet and Will as well. Mm. She... Up all night sewing. Gee, how it was. She took a day off work for it. <laughs> what was the management at Minute Mark? What would Yolandi say? Uh, she knew she took a sick day for sewing up a costume. Halloween. That. <laughs> Halloween season over and we got a new trailer at the end of the episode, which we're going to talk about at the end of our episode. Yes. So but, lots of things going on. But as we always start the episode, uh, we have our shout out of the week. Um, don't forget, you can ask us to give you a shout out. All you have to do is get in touch with us on our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook or by email. All the details will be at the end of the show. But this week's shout out. Can I just say as well, new rule. You have to follow us on those things if you want to shout out. Oh yeah, follow us as well. <laughs> Otherwise you don't get a shout out. <laughs> new rule. We're going to be really stingy. Are we going to, if someone sends us a message, are you going to reply, follow us? Mm. Harsh. <laughs> so um, someone who does follow us. Good. And gets a shout out <laughs> is wega.gaza. Right. We.gaza on Instagram, mm-hmm. who will be, whilst listening to the show, as we release it on a Sunday morning... Yeah, also, as I release. As we all release on a Sunday morning, we'll also be celebrating his birthday on the 3rd of November. Ooh, happy birthday. So happy happy birthday, we, Dr. Get, Gaza. Get Sharon Mitchell to sing happy birthday to you in the style of Marilyn Monroe. Mmm, that'd be a treat. <laughs> happy birthday. There you go. That's no, 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 you started it now. You can't do that go song because it's it. copyright. That's all I'm allowed to do. Just happy birthday. Two tunes. <laughs> maybe you could stand Two over. Two notes. Maybe stand over um, an air fan and just have your skirt lift up for him. Maybe. Put it on a YouTube video. Because we have a YouTube channel. Did you know that? We have spoilers every week on the YouTube channel. We do. And more original content to come. So he wants us to share an opinion that this week his favourite was Miriam and loving the Adam, Honey and Habiba storyline. He might be upset next week then. Yeah. Well, no spoilers. No shade. <laughs> Also, another shout out I just wanted for Julie Sneed Moore right. on Facebook because she is American. So not many Americans know about EastEnders. And she dressed up as Cat Slater for Halloween. Ooh. And she looked great for it too. Good one. Yeah, it was really good. We were, Everyone was shouting. She said, send us pictures, send us pictures. On oh, our there EastEnders a photo? Weekly. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's on, the, it's on our sake. Facebook group. Oh. <laughs> so 
I encourage everyone to join our Facebook group. I will. It's a very, very fun page to be part of. Just go to EastEnders Weekly Podcast and click to join on there. But as Ben uh, said earlier, listen to the end of the podcast to hear more news, views, and this time last year and who won the week, which will all be ready to go at the end. Well, first we've actually got to talk about the show EastEnders. I know, I'm exhausted already after doing all that. Tiring, but there's, yeah, quite a bit going on. It started off at the beginning of the week and I was thinking, oh, got another slow week. But actually, Friday's episode packed so much into it that it felt like the beginning of the week was years ago there's so, people leaving i know stacy turning up out the blue people coming in a red in. dress yes so that's what we're going to talk about first is the martin and stacy's surprise return from maternity leave so how did he get that he's got this ridiculous plan which i still don't like i still don't enjoy it still makes no sense it makes less sense now after he's admitted to stacy that the only way to keep her from coming home was to do this big lie and break their marriage up mm, the one thing that would probably if knowing stacy would actually probably bring her back to the square mm. perhaps pushed sonia into a bush by now <laughs> into a swimming pool or into, <laughs> yeah. into a paddling pool of water god knows smacked her i mean it's nice to see Lacey back mm. and it was really good of her to like actually do on-screen filming and she's last week she was on the phone oh, she was doing she her vocal stop, work can't she? No, no, she doesn't she's a busy work, mum work, work. busy mum now she needs to get the coin <laughs> But I mean, the reasons behind it, are, again, stretching belief between the characters, between any making any sense. This vendetta with Ben and Martin, how he doesn't want Stacy back. But mm. like saying to Stacey, Martin said to her, basically, I've slept with Sonia <laughs> behind Sonia's back. But he tried a well. few attempts to try to stop Stacy from coming mm. back. I've ben... watched a series on Netflix about you, Stacy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't bother. That, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cancelled it. I've cancelled our Netflix, <laughs> our Amazon Prime subscription. I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, no, he tried lots and lots of different tactics and each one was failing. And Stacey almost got there. Stacey kept saying, there must be a reason why you're stopping me from coming mm, back. There must be a reason. Stupid. And then he just popped out with, oh, I, it's actually because I slept with Sonia. Because we both, <laughs> we both realised... Bring that, that one up. Yeah, we just realised that Bex's pain was our pain and we needed so to help each other together. out. So we slept together. Poor Sonia hasn't got a clue. Well, no, she does now. Sonia's like, why do you involve me in all your lies? Mm, she's First... going to get a smack in the face when Stacey comes back. It's the first thing Stacey's going to do. I know. I feel a bit sorry for um, Jean, really, because Jean's desperate to tell everyone on the square about Martin's mm. infidelity. And um, he's like, oh, please don't tell anyone, Jean. And she's like, all right, then, okay. I won't. Yeah, because Stacey phoned Jean and said she doesn't want to come back to Wolford now because... The pain is real. <laughs> but it's so silly because she's got these, like, three kids she's looking around. Mm. Is she? She's near... Arthur is still on the square. Yeah. Although being looked after by Kush. You've got to think about like school. Are these three kids just not going to school? Is she local? Well, they have to. Is she local to Wolford so they can still go to Wolford but not in oh, the so area? She's, she's at the school gates. So I don't really like, know. Ushering the kids yeah, over Linda. to the car. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it just again makes lots of strange plot points. I don't. I can't remember. They did say where they'd gone away to. Wasn't it nearer to Sean? I've got I don't a funny. Know what's or was a that line, just a lie? Anymore. Was that just the lie that they said yeah. they were going to Sean? I mean, one good thing we did get was Martin, you bastard. Mm, I, I enjoyed of, that. I love a bit of um, PG swearing, <laughs> don't you? I love it. At eight o'clock in the evening. The mm. B comes out. I think the only, don't quote me on this, but I think the only other person to call someone a bastard on EastEnders is Carol Jackson. Mm. So that's exciting little trivia, if it's correct, which it might not be. Wolford Webb, fill us in. Yeah. Wolford Webb will know. I think it might be there, I read it. Oh, okay. So it could be true. Oh, so you're stealing their, their knowledge and, and claiming it as your own. <laughs> I didn't say it was my own, I said it was knowledge. But I mean, do you think Jean's going to be able to keep the secret? Is she tell Cat, tell Big Mo? 
Jean, and it'll spread all over the place. I don't think Jean would deliberately spread it, apart from the fact that she obviously had that new mantra last week where it was like, be strong, be brave, be Jean. Mm, that got so, taken away quite quickly. It got snatched away by Ian, didn't it? But maybe something will click in her again and she'll be brave, be Jean again, and she'll you know, think, no, screw Martin. Mm. I, I want the world to know that he's cheated on, <laughs> on, on Sonia. Poor Sonia. I mean... More interview quotes from Louisa Lighton this week. We had some last week, remember, where she was saying she didn't know what storylines she had. Another yeah, and quote. She said from it was her. a very dangerous game to play. <laughs> she said that Stace, uh, Lacey Turner is back filming from maternity leave already. Wow. And there's a big, juicy storyline coming up. That's do, my quote. Do they have a crash at Elstree? Or is it. Do you reckon it's. They've probably made one for Lacey Turner. Well, you, the yeah, Lacey they Turner. They probably have. The wing. The Lacey Turner <laughs> wing. Turner wing. <laughs> Where all babies go. Loads of pictures of Stacey <laughs> on the wall, looking maternal with all her children. Um, but yeah, she's back already, so that's good news, at least. It won't be too long until this like ridiculous storyline Well, it'll be wrapped up, yeah. Bec- and maybe we'll actually find out what is exactly that Ben desperately has against. Because obviously, it's you try to kill my dad, but at the time, Ben was no angel himself. So it's very difficult to try to mm. get your head around why, what exactly Ben wants to hide from Stacey or doesn't want Stacey to come back with. Maybe because Stacey would reveal to Phil, but then Phil already knows that Ben had lied mm. in order to get you know, oh, no, Phil back silly. on his side. I don't so. think there will be a reason when it comes out. It'll just be like, oh, forgotten, next. Yeah. Which we might as well go on to our next topic now. Yes, because uh, Martin spotted a few familiar faces on the square this, this week too. Yes, because the three lovely brothers on the square this week we got to two lovely brothers yes and jacks <laughs> lovely vinny vinny's my favorite and ash are my two favorites yeah see vinny's come in and he's come in and you instantly like him mm, he's not boring not boring he's got interesting background you still don't know enough about him to kind of but you want to delve into his past mm, nice chemistry of ash as well yeah. like brother sister chemistry they seem to be they the closest to be of the, the two. The closest of the two, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I guess they're the most similar in age, I guess. I was thinking they were the two youngest, but then isn't Jags the youngest? Hence why he keeps getting bullied for his weight and No, Vinny's the youngest. Oh really? I think isn't Jags the middle child? Oh brother? the yeah, the the difficult <laughs> middle child. No, then, that doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. And Ash is there in the middle somewhere. But, and Karat. Um, Karat's the eldest. Yeah, well Karat's a bit horrible actually. He's got a venomous inside, but he's sickly sweet on the outside. So he kind of, you know, it evens itself out. It's the scales, the scales. Mm. My scale of the new family, the Panasa brothers, is it? Panasa? Panasa. Something like that. My scale is right at the bottom is Jags. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Dead last. Dead in the water before he's even born. (laughs) Again, I thought, okay, he's coming back. Fair enough. We'll give him a second chance. The first thing, the very first moment he's back in and he's sitting in the back of the car and he's jiggling up and down. Like, you know, Mm. when Muppets laugh, they go, (laughs) that's what he reminded me of. Yeah, it's not, it's not good, is it? Not a good start. And also, I don't like the fact that... Uh, we'll talk about Jags for now. We'll go one by one, shall we? Okay. Um, Jags has this weird history with Chantel, which is questionable at the best of times. Yeah, Grey seems to spot them as well. So Grey seemed to know mm-hmm. Jags as well. Do you think well? Grey like, got with Chantel when she was with Jags and like stole her from him? <laughs> That's a heck of Maybe. an upgrade, isn't it? Well, yeah. It's, but... This is what's worrying me, because Jags obviously still has a soft spot for Chantel. Yeah, so he's going to be the gonna... bloody hero. He better not be. Mm. It's always the ones you don't want. It. So, so far, Chantel's immediate... Well, people who might help Chantel in, in her... <laughs> in a difficult situation, is either her father, Mitch, <laughs> who's also annoying, or Jax. It's, te- it's... Lose, lose. 
Mm. Stay yeah. gray. <laughs> Stay gray. <laughs> so yeah, that's weird. But apparently they used to date in school and he like noticed her from afar. Mm. That's all we got at the hints. But if they end up together, well, there'll be words. Doesn't Jax have some kind of is it thyroid problem as well or something? <laughs> he was moaning because they were making fun of him. It his... wasn't just a joke about him being fat or something stupid. No, because they said, we know you've got a problem. You know, I'm sure it's, is it thyroid? You know you've got a problem with your thyroid, so don't worry. I don't know. Oh. Mm. It's again, I mean, isn't it odd that like all like slightly overweight characters are <laughs> comedy dumb, like Heather, Barry Evans, mm. uh, Minty. Yeah. And now Jags. And it's like, you're overweight, so that equals you're a comedy character. I know. I don't. I don't mind that awful stereotype necessarily. It's just the fact that they're trying to make Jags gangster, gangster slash, <laughs> but yeah, and vicious, and almost someone you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't cross. When he tries to be, act all hard, it just doesn't yeah, work. Like, are you out. meant to take it seriously or not? Like, at least when Mindy came into it, he came into it originally not a comedy character, and then turned into a comedy. When character. he was Phil's right hand man, yeah. wasn't he? he but was with like Jags, bit of heavy. With Jax, he's just coming straight as comedy and meant to be scary mm. so it's like really it's like when he leans over people when they're like and he's like, you know he's trying to put the head you know put the weight on them mm. and, you with know. his veneers yeah oh my <laughs> goodness yeah if, if things can get any worse they're worse than jake, jake quickerton's on hollyoaks honestly those blooming veneers those teeth was mm. oh i want to like jacks please understand that me it's not that i don't I instantly took a dislike of him just because I wanted to hate the brothers. Because I don't hate the brothers. It's just that Jax is just so difficult to relate to and like. Mm. And he's just... He's saying about exterminating as well with cockroaches. Mm. Uh, are they exterminators or just some weird, like, thing? Oh, no, but... that's right. No, no, no. He with said, he said oh, you know, I can get rid of them for you. I, go, I know someone you can call to get rid of them. Mm. The cockroach. Yeah, because then, well, a story we'll talk about later mm. with Dotty and the sandwich. But... Very bizarre. Anyway, we had Vinny, who's nice. Nice little boy. He's all right. Charming. Flossing. Yeah, I didn't like that. Apart from that, his first scene I didn't like. Mm. I was like, oh God, it's another Jags. But no, he's got a lot more depth to him mm. already. Well, because he's, he's attached to... See, he's lucky He's because he's been able to attach himself to Ash. Mm. And Ash has, to me, become quite an instantly likeable character mm. too. Again, circling around Chantel, where she's shown a, a shoulder concern. to... Yeah, concern and a shoulder to cry on to and a, a listening ear. Surely she'd know Chantel if her brother dated her, though. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's a weird link. Well... Well, maybe they do. I mean, it's it's not really shown that they don't know each other when she was mm, look, caring for her at the hospital. Because she recognised her. We just all instantly thought, oh, she knows her from the square. Mm. But maybe there's, again, there's that history to them between. And I've just realised as well, we found out that Ash had an abortion. Mm. She was there when Chantel like, lost her baby as well. So I guess that was another little link. Oh, yeah. Sympathetic. To um, bond them. Yeah, bond. Yeah, yeah horrible situation the mum's dying of cancer and wants to see ash because she's sort of been ostracized from the family and Vinny's trying to convince her to accept her mum back into her life because she's dying yes because they think that she needs to apologize to her mum but then you find out that actually Mm. it's her mum that needs to apologize to her but karat instantly doesn't feel that way yeah mummy's boy i can see it now mummy's boy protective of the family Mm. because you can see he's always the ringleader he's the one who kind of circles everyone around and gets the things organized have they mentioned a dad yet and not mention of a dad Mm. i'm wondering if a dad has been missing their whole lives and karat has been the uh, the father figure the for father them all. figure mm, mm. perhaps hence why he's got that close bond with his mum as well and mm. so he won't hear a bad word said against her so when ash says you know this isn't my fault this is mum's fault karat gets quite angry quite quickly doesn't he and, mm. and he has to be 
pulled back by Vinny. He's like, hey, yeah, 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 calm down. Yeah, it's a bit horrible because he said basically you shouldn't have had an abortion. Well, and... He shamed her for her abortion, mm. and he he agreed with his her, you know, his mother's view that you know she should never have had this abortion. Um, at seventeen, wasn't it? She nineteen. Was nineteen years old, mm. and obviously this broke the family, and that's why Ash has kind of gone a bit wayward and doesn't want Ikra to meet her brothers or her mum and dad because she's just never had any link with her family. Mm. Although I'd like, I'd meet Vinny. Yeah, but you'd he meet Vinny nice. on different terms. It wouldn't be no. Just a... If I was Ikra at the door, Vinny was nice. But he's she's met Vinny now. Exactly. Because Vinny knocked on the door, and but, mm. but but again, he was he was a bit imposing on Ikra. He was you know wanted to know where she, he could find Ash, and was a bit pushy. Mm. Another news is the bisexual character who no one knew who they were. One coming soon mm. is actually Ash. It is Ash. Yes. So yeah, lots of people were like it's Dotty. It's going to be Vinny. It's Jags. No, it's. Ash, who was kind of already on the show when it was announced that mm. one was coming. So straight away, that brings me to alarm bells like, oh, she's bisexual. That means she's going to have an affair with behind. a man. Yeah, Billy. Exactly. Billy Mitchell. Billy likes, likes that. Yeah, Billy likes the women. Who, Jumping in. Yeah, who are one way or the next. Mm, so that sends alarm bells to me. It's like with Sonia. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Mm. Sonia's getting around with mine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sonia's getting quite the reputation on that square, isn't she? <laughs> She'll sleep with anything that moves. What would Pauline Fowler say? So we're going to go on to our Halloween-themed game. The first Halloween-themed game mm. of the week. Because it, it's still Halloween, because we've done the Halloween week. So get ready for a, a mash-up. They did the mash. The Mitchell Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. Elf's gonna get smashed. They did the mash. The fit's not made enough cash. They did the mash. The Mitchell Monster Mash. Another Halloween game coming up then. Ooh. Tis the season so <laughs> to be spooky. Yep, yeah. it's the Mitchell Monster Mash. Is it? Yeah. Have you got any ideas of what the game's about? Dancing. I don't know. <laughs> Dancing wouldn't work very well <laughs> on an audio forum. That's However, true. that would be nice for maybe a YouTube video in the future. So we'll bear that in mind for the future. <laughs> if anyone wants to see Ben dancing on I'm a YouTube not. video, then let us know. No. So the Mitchell Monster Mash. Quite the tongue twister. What's it about? Well. Ben, I am going to ask you to answer two questions and then you need to mash those two answers together to make one long sentence or word. Does that make sense? So, for instance, if I said to you, a pub that is owned by the Carters and the, Vic. Mm-hmm, and the wife of Golden Bulls, then the answer Golden, would be... Oh, Victoria. So the answer would be Queen Victoria Beckham. So you've mashed the two of them together, you see? Oh, right. Okay. So the pub is Queen Victoria... Golden Bulls' wife is Victoria Beckham, Queen Victoria Beckham. That's the Mitchell Monster Mash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really difficult. No, it's not. You'll be fine, okay? Are they Halloween-based or no? They're, they're EastEnders-based. But not Halloween-based? No. It was hard enough finding seven that were EastEnders-based. <laughs> and not all of them are 100% EastEnders-based. So the Halloween part is the Monster Mash name. Mm, because it's a mash of two words oh, yeah, to become one. Right, so, first one, ready? Mm-hmm. Long-suffering wife, but always there if you need something fixing, but no one knew it until her death. And popular sweet that you suck and taste a bit like caramel. Pauline. No. <laughs> Long-suffering wife. Yeah, quite a recent character that's died. That's a clue. Joyce. Yeah, Joyce. Oh, Joyce Murray yeah. Mint. So, what is it? Joyce Murray Mint. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Joyce Murray. Murray Mint. Joyce Murray Mint. Oh, right. One point to me. Well done. You could be happier about it. <laughs> No, not yet. It's only the beginning. Okay. Question two. This is as happy as I get. Hairdresser who killed her husband and buried him under the Queen Vic. Mm-hmm. And assistant to Sherlock Holmes. Chrissy Watts. Mm-hmm. Who's <laughs> Sherlock Holmes' assistant? Watts. 
What? <laughs> I don't know. Elementary, my dear. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Sherlock. What? Sherlock Holmes. You must know the character who, who yeah, is what? his assistant. No, it's not what. <laughs> Otherwise, the answer would be Shirley Watts. Uh, sorry, Chrissy Watts. Chrissy Watts. If you've had a, if you had a boy, if you a boy as your child, that is your son. Son. Yeah. What, his name's Son. No, it's <laughs> Watson. Oh, Watson. So, what's the answer? <laughs> Chrissy Watson. That's right. right. Chrissy Watts didn't and get Watson. That, Chrissy Watson. You oh, you're saying you didn't get that? Well, no, I, obviously I didn't. Did I? <laughs> you got the first part. Should I give you half for Chrissy Watts? No, I don't deserve half. Wow, you're very harsh on yourself. <laughs> Right, question three. Pink nightclub established on Turpin Road in 1986 and fruit and veg salesman who has gotten himself in a lot of bother recently. <laughs> Dagmar. What? What was the nightclub? Dagmar. Yeah. That pink, was it? I thought it was green. It was, no, it was pink. You know very well. Dagmar Martin. Fowler. Yeah, that's it. That's What's that answer? got to do with anything? That doesn't make sense. Dag Martin Fowler. Because Mar mm. is the beginning of Martin Fowler. Okay. Don't, there's more of these, so you're going to have to... <laughs> Get your head round them. So the answer is Dagmar, which is the pink nightclub mm-hmm. on Turpin Road, and Martin Fowler, fruit and veg salesman, Dag Martin Fowler. Right. What's Watson got to do with EastEnders then? I did say there was a few exceptions. Okay. The next one is also one, <laughs> but it's a bit easier. Oh. oh. So, wandering husband who was married to one sister while seeing the other one named Rose, and floss-like confectionery sold mainly at fun fairs. Charlie Cotton. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, Cotton Candy. So Floss. No, no, no. So the answer cotton is... Cotton Candy Floss. No. <laughs> the answer is Charlie Cotton Candy. Oh, yeah. Charlie Cotton Candy. Yes. Charlie Floss. Cotton and Cotton Candy. Charlie Cotton Candy. Floss. You know, you're making this a lot more difficult for yourself <laughs> than it needs to be. Question five. Hi. Song sung regularly at the Queen Vic by Wixie and adopted by Michelle and Lofty as their song and owner of the Market Record Store. Winston. I can't remember their song. Fall in love. No. <laughs> I can't remember his song. It's gone out of my head. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Only Fools. No. And what is it? I can't remember. So I fail. Something. Watson. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Watson again. Winston. Win. Winston. Stun. Every Win. loser wins. Stun. Stun. There you go. The answer is. Every loser wins. Stun. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shocker. pulling teeth. Well, you wrote it. Yeah, it's a it's a good game. Mm-hmm. I might play this more often than just Halloween now. <laughs> like to take it out of a box of treats. Try give it a fist, festive name every time. <laughs> give it a fist. Yeah, give it a good fist in. Question six. First name of Mrs. Green, who had one opportunity of loving Clacton but declined. And God. And speciality cuisine restaurant on George Street, formerly Italian. Marge. Mm. What was the second bit? Speciality cuisine restaurant on George Street, formerly Italian. Pizza. No, formerly Italian. <laughs> so it's not Italian anymore. Marge Pizza. That's your what was it before? A wine bar? No. No, oh, before that. Mm. After that. It was an, uh, I'll give you a clue. It was an Indian restaurant. It's still there. Oh, the Iju Bargi. Right, so. Marge. <laughs> Marge Bargi. That's, That's it. That's ridiculous. Marge Bargi. That's not a word, though. But it doesn't have to be. Marge Bargi. You get a point. Good. You're doing really well, considering you hate this game. <laughs> I can tell by every everything you're doing that you're hating this game. No. Last question. Mm-hmm. This is for get six out of seven. Ooh. And I was even going to give you that one you said you didn't get. No. So you could have had a full house. But anyway, last one. You might buy one of these in the Argy Bargy. And original matriarch of the square who you should never cross. <laughs> might buy one in the Argy Bargy. Food 
Blue no, not Bill. food. <laughs> what, what? Think of a curry. Think of curries. I don't eat curry. Yeah, but you know, there's a famous one, a very hot curry that people. Korma. Know, not Blue ca- Bill. Korma's <laughs> very mild. I don't it, know. There's a song based on it. It's a football chant song. I don't watch football either. Yeah, well, no, you don't, but you should know this song. It's a really hot curry. Chili. No, not chili. <laughs> Begins with V. Vindaloo. So? Oh, Vindaloo Bill. Vindaloo Bill. <laughs> I'm very impressed with you. Mm. You hated that game. <laughs> Hence why we might play this again. If anyone wants to hear this game again, just because it's called the Monster Mash, I reckon we can just do it again. Don't you? Pull it out. Yeah, of course. Other than Halloween. <laughs> if anyone wants to hear it again. We're not the same game. I'm not no. going to ask you, obviously, the same seven <laughs> questions. So there you go. You've got six out of seven. That's confusing. Six out of seven. Very good. Very, 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 very good. I bet if they were actual words, though. They are actual words. Lou, Vindaloo Bill isn't a word. Yeah, but you're ma- mashing them together to make one long word. Vindaloo Bill, Margie Bargy, Every Loser Winston. Margie Bargy's not a word. Margie Bargy. No, but that's not an actual word. Every Loser Winston. That's not, no. You just want the simple ones like Charlie Cotton Candy. Floss. We don't call it Cotton Floss here, though. We call it oh. Candy Floss. And you couldn't have Charlie... Oh, I see what you were doing. Yeah, but then that's not merging two words together properly. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. I won, at least. You did do very well. Very well done. Uh, let us know how you got on. There was nothing to carry over. I thought you might not get one or two, but you kind of got half of one, so I kind of gave them... Mm, you forced them in. <laughs> I always thumb it in. <laughs> and that was the Mitchell Monster Mash. Right, so I want to talk about that witch flying around on her broomstick. Which one? <laughs> there were two, weren't they? Battling for supremacy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, I love the um feud. You know, I've been moaning about the Martin and Ben feud. Boring. Mm. Sharon and Mel feud. Amazing. You can't go wrong with two bitches well, going there's so at much it. more to it. Like, they both have their, like, hidden agendas. Mm. And they're battling off each other. Where the Martin and Ben one just doesn't make any sense. But this one, yeah, there's, I there's, can get behind. There's a history to it. It's, mm. it's, it's been a year or so in the making. The and... campness to it. Bitchiness to mm. it. Mm-hmm. Blackmail, love it. Deceit, yes. Lies, talking behind each other's backs. Mm. Information get leaked from one to the next. Things being deliberate. It Things, is. You know, it's it's interesting. It's sneaky, sneaky. I mean, I'm getting very worried for Mel for her future. I don't know if I'll talk about that now or later, but I feel I'm going to be disappointed and heartbroken. But the um feud has been like each one. It's like a chess game by Ted and Bernadette. No, oh, piece by piece. God, do you really have to link it to that? <laughs> No, we don't. No, we don't. And they keep showing their hands and outplaying each other. Okay, right. So chess. Now they're showing their hands. Yep. You're 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 mixing now up metaphors. You're mixing up metaphors left, right, and centre here. <laughs> they're playing noughts and crosses. They're playing dominoes. <laughs> they're playing all sorts of games. They're playing snap. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've got the thing where I mean, Ruby's kind of just in the middle as well. I kind of feel sorry for Ruby. Oh, don't feel sorry for She's Ruby. Still there, oh like, no, have don't I got feel the club? For... No, no, no. Do not feel sorry. What? Blooming snotty Ruby. <laughs> She gets one sniff at the club, thinks, well, do I want the club? Then gets convinced that she does want the club and now can't get out of her mind. What she call it? Scarlet's? <sighs> she'll probably call it something really Johnny's. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and she'll probably start up her own Facebook page for it as well. Yeah, I mean, Mel obviously thinks she's got everything. Everything all under the sun. She's got a villa in Portugal. She wants more, more and more. And um, Sharon like gets a little helping hand from um, Ben this week where he drops a little bit of nugget information for her. Mm. And her face lights up in a Letitia Dean way where she learns that Mel had harboured Hunter 
when yes. he was on the run yes. when she was doing her stitching. So when she once he escaped from prison, yeah, that's when she kept hold of him and to aid in a better prisoner can have a as Jack puts it, a lengthy prison sentence. <laughs> I mean, because Sharon goes to Jack to get some advice. Oh, yeah. As a concerned citizen. As a concerned friend for Mel. It's like, well, you know, Mel and I have never been great friends, but, you know, hearing this really, really worries me about Mel. Does <laughs> it, Sharon? Do you think She's Sharon... so great, Sharon, though, isn't she? I know. Do you think Sharon deliberately told Jack that? So knowing that that information would come flying back to Mel at some point. Probably, because she knows that Jack and Mel have, like, a... Well, yeah, but thing. not just that. Jack is just crooked. Like, Jack cannot keep a secret for more than five seconds. He's the worst police officer on the sports. He's sport. only just started up, he's hasn't He's just he? started, and he's just he's already been crook, what, twice at least? Mm, if not more. The passport. Oh, and he, he um, got Ben and Tubbs arrested, mm-hmm. too. And then he's put information that shouldn't have gone Mel's way. <laughs> and he even says to Sharon, he's like, be careful, Sharon, I am now a police officer. It's like, are you, Jack? Because <laughs> you're a pretty bad one. Oh, bless him. He's got a nice little blue suit, though, so... No, he hasn't. <laughs> nice little haircut. His metropolitan haircut. Ruby wants the club signed over to her, and Mel's basically shown her hand now that she can get Sharon to do what she wants. But with Sharon's new information, mm. she's like, no, you're, all you're getting is the villa. Nothing yeah, else. Yeah. We'll shake on it. An honorary agreement. Mm. It's, we're kind of seeing Mel's unhinging of her mental state now. Yeah. It, it seems to have like tipped to another level for Mel's craziness. Well, she's getting a little bit clingy over Louise now. Lisa's mm-hmm. beginning to spot it. Keanu's beginning to spot it. I think even I mean, Louise... If Keanu's spotting it, then God. I know. <laughs> it's obvious. And he needs a sign painted in front of him <laughs> to say, danger from Keanu for him to mm-hmm. notice anything. And um, even Louise is kind of becoming wise to it, but kind of allowing... Like guilted into yeah. allowing her to be creepy. And allowing Mel to kind of come into it. But Mel's like, you know, she's getting a bit obsessed with Louise's child. She's got that picture, that sonogram of Louise, you know, the child. Oh, yeah, the ultrasound. The ultrasound, sorry, mm. yeah. And, and um, I've got a funny feeling that because obviously Louise and Hunter had that bling, that short affair between them. Oh, you only were. winked at the camera. Yep, yep, and got feel very angry. I think in Mel's mind... That There's a link. The, well, the, the seed inside of Louise is somewhat a little bit Hunter's, of Hunter. Yeah, because yeah. she put it in like a box of Hunter's things and mm. she's calling herself Grandma and Auntie Mel. Grandma and, loves you, yeah. You know, like stroking her belly and she's been very protective mm. and like call, letting her be called Mum at the hospital. And um, Lisa picks up and she's like, okay, yeah, I um. I think I'll have a word. Yeah. I'm the more sane one in this relationship. But now. then she st- the, the minute Mel starts mani- manipulating Mel further mm. by... See, that doesn't sit well with me. It upsets me that she's manipulating Lisa because they have that such good friendship. Mm. And the fact that Mel's like so easily just manipulating Lisa like that. It's yeah, like, but it Mel... takes it away from their, like, their, their history. You've like, oh, we wanted them to be back together, best friends. And then she's done this. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, but things have changed. Bitter. Things have changed. Since Hunter got shot, things have changed in Mel. And Mel's just not the woman, the strong woman that she was. She's putting this impression across that she uh, has control. But really, everything is kind of getting loose inside of her mind. And she has no control anymore. And so everything is a mad panic to keep, keep on top of things. So mm. this... You know, this once Jack spoke to Mel and told her that... Oh, for God's sake, Jack. Yeah, told her about what Sharon had spread. She instantly goes to running to Lisa because Lisa had just told her that Louise and Keanu doesn't want to go away with her and puts a plan together straight away again that she's like, well, you know, Sharon knows about you knowing about Hunter. So as soon as Sharon goes to the police, you're mm. the one who's going to be in trouble, not just me. And Sharon doesn't know that. So it's now no. manipulated. So in order to get this child, I think the ultimate goal is that Mel wants the child. Mel wants... 
Louise's baby, and mm. I think she's willing to do anything Risk to get anything. it. Mm. I mean, Lisa does now know that Phil's not the dad. Doesn't know who the dad is though, but she's got that bit of information. Yes. So not me- this is something that not many people do know. But then I think I think that's the way that I. Th- think mel has kind of paid off in her mind that she can manipulate well she can manipulate lisa she's like given lisa enough information to kind of it's okay for me to lie to lisa a little Mm. bit now so if i give her if i let her into my plan a little bit it it balances itself out Mm. that you know in her mind exactly in mel's but mel's mind is not very straight in itself mm. and and lisa is desperately asking her to go to counseling because i think lisa sees the signs in what she saw in herself mm. in the past she didn't help bex maybe she can help mel well she tried to help bex to yeah. be fair she saw more than what everyone else saw for bex That's true but she just made that one mistake she didn't go up to the door and knock on it mm. to make sure bex was okay she was too concerned about getting to back to the karaoke and singing dancing queen at the vic <laughs> uh, i mean briefly just touching on keanu <laughs> I mean, don't, don't you think Keanu seems a lot less happy? Like when he's he first Louise, isn't he? <laughs> That's true. He's mixed up in such a lot of mess with the Mitchells mm. now. I suppose his life has just been deteriorating since the whole Sharon affair. But I mean, when Keanu first was introduced to the soap, he was a bit happy-go-lucky, wasn't he? He was a bit, you know, Jack the Lad, mm. bit, bit, bit yeah. silly. Changed but, his character. But his character's gone really serious now. Since he's grown his hair back. And he had got that leather jacket from mm. the train station. He's not been the same, has he? Not the same. Perhaps he has that twang. Like Martin. Martin's now got that black leather jacket. Now he's changed. Yeah, I know. He even wears it on the market stall now. <laughs> Everyone's just, it's just getting dark, Not isn't happy it? happy bunnies, are they? Dark, dark EastEnders. <laughs> um, so you're against Ruby getting the club then? You want Miss Sharon I to am. stay? What, 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 why, is, why should <laughs> Ruby be rewarded for get, by getting the club? Hmm. She doesn't deserve to have the club. She doesn't deserve... Kathy getting into Prince Albert, she deserved that. She worked hard all her life. And it was a redemption to get the dagger yeah, back. Yeah, but Ruby met no, that no. guy in E20 who then um, attacked her. So maybe it's a bit of her Oh, don't get me wrong. What happened to Ruby when she returned? That was yeah, I'm not awful. saying that. It was terrible. But I'm just saying... But in the grand scheme of things, mm. no. A lot of people are saying she's forgotten her history like about that club because like with her dad and things, like she wouldn't really want to buy it. So it doesn't really no, make sense. No, I think, sense. again, it's, the, it's, it's almost like the Kathy effect. It's like she wants to embrace her history by going back into that club. Mm. Like that scene when she went into the office and no one was there thinking you walk into that office apparently yeah of course you don't need a coach everyone just just walks in (laughs) all the time this week all the drunk uh, Ben sat in there patrons all have a good time yeah she walked around the desk and she touched the desk but I mean that wouldn't have been in the original desk the Johnny (laughs) Allen desk but at the same time there was obviously a nostalgic kick to her that reminded her of the time when her dad once had the club i mean last time she was in that office she was trying to get billy to sleep with her if you remember correctly mm. remember that dark episode also made no sense yeah <laughs> i mean there's such a history of gangster mentality in eastenders and all the gangsters in the square are always male so that's the one thing i would give an exception to i wouldn't mind a female gangster ruby gangster ruby with max on her arm no <laughs> Again, Max has no place to have Max any... Max might work in Max the does not club. deserve any awards at all for his time on the square. The character. One the award. actor's great, don't get me wrong. No, reward, sorry, I should say. Not awards, reward. Best Halloween makeup. Yeah, but we've already discussed that. That's an award. Well, no, we're not in the Vic it wasn't. He didn't win it. Oh, yeah. Honey did. <laughs> well, did yeah, but, well, by, by cheating, yeah. <laughs> by, by giving a soppy story to Mick over the bar. But... No, he doesn't deserve... So, no. No, 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 no. Anyway, but I thought Max and Ruby split up. No, everyone did. 
No one knows what. But happened. now they're back together again. Yeah. Unless they're just friends. No. Doesn't make sense. Living together and getting dressed together, aren't they? They're a couple. Getting dressed together. Well, getting their makeup and stuff done. Ruby, together. I'm here. Should we get dressed together? <laughs> but yeah, I agree. They did break up and then they went away and then it was just doesn't make any sense. But they are together apparently. But I mean, speaking of Halloween, should we quickly go on to Leo and Whitney who had a little mini storyline this week? Which again, I've got an issue. Oh, okay. Is is the issue the fact that? Gray discovered that, no. that. Well, okay. So the Gray discovers that the video wasn't for any court case whatsoever. Last mm. week, Gray had said to Leo that you only get one chance to make a mistake. That was the one you had when you exposed Callum in that video. So surely this is mistake number two. It seems that Gray has almost a little glint in his eye for old Leo. I know, a little soft spot. He keeps questioning Leo. He says to everyone, "It's like there's something about Leo. I'm not sure about him." But yet, maybe I, I love him. Yeah, I think <laughs> it might be. It's but every time he kind of questions him, he's, he's like I say, it's this little glint, hmm. a little kind of. Probably sees himself in him. But that's what I'm wondering hmm. whether he sees these kind of Weird. tendencies hmm. in Leo that he sees or knows that is in himself. Hmm. So he's always like a kindred spirit, someone he could talk to maybe about <laughs> his troubles but to, that he believes he has with Ch- Chantal. Mm. So many professional snakes on the square. Mm. Like Liam, Gray and Adam need to be like a little club at, in, in the cafe at night time. I know, all, all um, very high yeah, professional earners, men. Professional men. <laughs> so it says a lot about, you know, the lower down middle mm. working class people. That's EastEnders like from the beginning. Mm. Though. It's always like that. Yeah, the ones who have got the money are always the bad people, mm. aren't they? The but... ones who are the workers. The worker ants. Yeah, they're the, good ones. They're good the ones. Earth. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. That's it. Salt of the Earth. Arthur Fowler. What's but, your um, issue then? My issues are we all thought Leo. He's quite an intelligent guy. He's got his plan sorted in his head with Whitney. Mm. He wears that coat to back to her house, which has like spray paint on it, <laughs> which is really stupid. And and actually, and yeah, and actually reveals it by <sighs> stroking her that's hair. Stupidest I mean, dufter. How did she not see that? Yeah. I mean, obvious, obvious spray paint uh, was obvious, mm. as I tweeted. It was very obvious. It wasn't a surprise. Again, it wasn't a surprise. Well, every person watching knew mm. he did it. And it's like when they gave him that dufter a few weeks ago when Whitney came back from her honeymoon. She was like, I've got a boyfriend. And he got out of the car and it like stayed on his face. Like, <gasps> It's like, we all knew that. It's yeah, of course it was going to surprise, and this yeah. also wasn't a surprise. But do you not think it's odd that he slept with Whitney, knowing, like, his plan is to, like... Oh, what, prove... to accuse her of... Yeah, and that proves that his dad was innocent. Like, it just feels, like, mm. a bit odd to me that he's now sleeping with her. Mm, I don't know. It's... <sighs> It's difficult because I don't, you don't know really what his ultimate goal is here. I know we, we, sometimes we do. He just wants her to admit. But I suppose getting into her mind, into her psyche, again, I'm kind of knocking her down from the inside out. Pretend you're Leo. Mm. You think Whitney's been lying about being sexually abused by someone. You're then like your first steps wouldn't be to... That's what you know of Whitney. Right. We know she was obviously sexually abused. But in his eyes, she faked it, made it up, cried wolf. And then, like, to go then sleep with her seems really, like, for his plan, seems really stupid. Because surely he would be worried that she might do that to him. Oh, do you know I see. what I mean? I see. Yeah, but there's but there's nothing to show that in this instance. Because she's not 15, for mm. one. And also, it was very consensual between them. I think they... I just think, yeah, I just... I know what you're saying, like, but, Leo the, but the situation... more calculated to then do something, like so silly like that but i don't think it is silly because the whole point is he's trying to get her to trust him and what's the ultimate way to show your fragileness and that's Mm. technically you know sex isn't it because you're kind of exposing yourself no pun intended to the other person (laughs) well they went into dot's bedroom so someone got exposed 
Did they, I don't think you saw where they went, did you? They I just, thought they were next, no, you just oh, saw them kissing. I thought they went into Dot's bedroom there was no downstairs. Scene. Did you imagine the next scene? No. Did you imagine the morning after? Oh, no, because it froze on his you arm, tripped. didn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, but she was like, hanging onto Dot's bedroom door. No, she, was, no, she wasn't. She that was, she... leads to Dot's bedroom door, that I don't room. think she was holding onto any door. They that were at room. the stairs. Yeah, but there's a door behind them. That's where they no, were It doesn't entering. mean they're going to lead into that door. They could go up the stairs. They could go round the back into the kitchen. They could go on the kitchen table. Exactly. They could reprise the... Stacey and because Stacey and Martin won't be using it anymore, mm. will they? Yeah, Dot nearly got a surprise then. Mm. But Put I don't on her glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if she could see it. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute, stay there. Um, I've got neon paint. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if Dot was the only one who spotted it? And she, oh, hang on. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying, but I mm. think it's his plan seems I, messy for Leo. Well, you don't know how he's Leo quite calculated, works. isn't he? Well, you, not like really, research. because he's made a lot of mistakes. Ones that you've openly said throughout the weeks the fact that he went to the wedding of Whitney and Callum to <laughs> nice. then chat up Tiff and then come back from having a holiday and they know that Bianca's Bianca knows that mm. he's there as well so he's it's not... hard to know though if this is like the character being stupid or the people creating the show <laughs> and they're treating the character or audience as stupid it's, it's a blurred line it's weird how they're like making very obvious things seem like surprises that's the one thing i would mm. say i mean the i have to say i think the writing has been spot on some of the conversations and the dialogue between the characters seem really much more real and hmm. real world which i'm enjoying and actually a lot of the stories i'm finding enjoyable too but i just don't really understand why they think these things that we're meant to be surprised by are surprising aren't surprising and hmm. i think that is that surprising them that people aren't really hmm. taking them in i don't know how much control kate oates has or whether John Sen seems to have more power the producer role. But Kate Oates has always been quite known for not revealing a lot of information and keeping things very secret. So things are quite surprising. And it just seems... You know, they've ruined Christmas for me already today. Well, we talk about that at the end. Yes, well. <laughs> That's in the news. Speak about spoilers. Yeah. Gah. But um, it, it, does it... I don't know. Is it is it weird that we're not shocked by things? Mm. Or are they just treating the viewers a bit simple? But why? I don't, I don't want to sound like elitist but isn't the bbc meant to be like this kind of top-notch <laughs> channel aren't, aren't like the don't the, Drag Race UK. Don't, well, that's true don't the thickos watch itv and like all the kind of clever people watch the bbc <laughs> was that the very old-fashioned view i don't know it's just, mm. just like you know what well, i mean, you mean it's yeah, weird. They, they are treating the audience like we've never watched tv before mm. like really like a soap like this yeah soaps are new to us <laughs> and like we should be we should be shocked that <laughs> he sprayed that yeah he which sprayed we knew flag he on the yeah exactly i mean couldn't he just say if whitney does see it he'd just be like oh yeah i wore that when i was rubbing it off like nah no he can't say that because he took his jacket off member and she got a, yeah, good a look bit at... of it could have got on it or something no, no. unless he was flapping the sponge about <laughs> i know i know that we had this conversation that whitney did very little cleaning <laughs> of the slag but um mm. you know i don't think a bit of paint especially that concisely on his sleeve would have warranted mm. him not to be guilty of the crime uh, i mean the other bit of this storyline which we'll just touch upon is the grain Chantel side where she's still not told grey mm. still rubbing her belly and saying she looks it's getting bigger apparently he said to her didn't he or something like that but she and um karen asks her like oh have you told him do you not think you should do it now might be better for him still not going to tell him yes i know it's weird that she's still keeping it a secret so this is building up to be going to be quite the explosion from mm. grey i feel worrying times for chantelle ahead as long as jags ain't involved do you know oh, do you reckon that she'll hear screaming or something and jags will come running what's wrong chantelle <laughs> 
gunk and knock the door down. And then we were all meant to be like flying flags with Jag's and face surprised. on surprised. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And surprised by the whole love affair. Right, so we've got a special game coming up next. Game <gasps> he, number two. He's back. He our friend, our saviour. <laughs> yeah, we've got a fan favourite back. So everyone enjoy. Hello, Halfway's Hat, my cheeky fella. What can I do for you? Can I visit my dad back on Albert Square just for one night? Why, of course. I can't see why not. But don't be getting lost again. (laughs) You know we have a curfew. I promise, Mr. God, sir. And thank you. So we're here on Halloween night where the field between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. Did you know this? No. All Um, I knew is that black cats, if they jump up on the side, they scare you. Well, as we know, our beloved character, Halfway's Hat, died last year. Yes. When Halfway turned to Callum, when he came out as Callum. And then in a a magazine article, he said that his hat has gone, disappeared, never to be seen again. Exclusively to us, he told that to, Tony Clay did. He did. Go back and find it if you can, people. Mm -hmm. It's a little task. And so we started saying that Halfway's hat was in heaven or hell. Yes, and he was talking to dead characters of EastEnders. Mm. And previously on that, he used to be just left around the square and you had to tell me where he was Mm. by his senses. Well, because it's Halloween... And it's all spooky. And as you said, the the living and the dead. Yeah, the, they can cross. They can cross on this night. This Half- very this very spookiest of all nights. Halfway's hat has come back to Walford for <gasps> one night only. Oh my goodness! So it's his chance to see Callum, catch up, meet Ben, see how he is as a gay man. <laughs> but unfortunately, oh, yeah. as always, Halfway's hat's gotten a bit lost. Oh dear! So how can he catch up with all his old friends if well, he can't find where he is? <laughs> He needs you to help him. Mm. So he sent some messages, as he likes to do, yeah. to us. So, are you ready to hear from Halfway's Hat again? Because it, <laughs> it has been a while. I know, I miss him. He's been, he's been gone for a while, hasn't he? Mm. Right, so let's, let's see what he has to say. Hello, I'm Halfway's Hat, and I'm finally back in Walford on All Hallows' Eve. The one night... I can be back with Halfway, but I seem to be lost oh, such again. A silly hat, isn't he? Please, Alex, <laughs> help me find my way back home to him. Oh, you remembered me. Yeah, first name basis with Halfway's hat. He never used to refer to me. He used to just <laughs> openly just ask anyone to help him. Well, he's met some. He's been, been spending time with Nana Moon in heaven. So. Oh yeah, he's learned manners, hasn't he? <laughs> so, if anyone doesn't know how this game works, shame on you. Mm, why haven't you been listening? <laughs> Basically, I give you three messages that Halfway's Hat has sent us, and he's sent us some senses. So you can see what he sees, you can hear what he can touch. You can hear what he can touch. Well, we send a message about what he, he can touch. He describes what he can see. Yes. He describes what he can touch. And he describes what he can hear. And he's sure somewhere... he can't see what he can hear. <laughs> no. And he is somewhere in Wolford. Mm. And you have to get him back to Callum. They need to catch up. This was a fan favourite game, Where's Halfway's Hat, for a long time <laughs> yeah. until he sadly died. And then it was still a fan favourite game. It was. Where was it? Who does Halfway's Hat see? We could never pin a name for the game, could Halfway's we? Halfway's Highway to Hell or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But he's back for one night only. So what do you want to hear first? <laughs> um, I Touch, would... see or what he can hear. I, I, I'm going to hear what he can hear. Okay. Let's go. I can hear a 
coffee machine. It's grinding the beans away. Grinding? Is that another little clue? Since he's got a new gay BFF. Halfway's hat's not gay. No, but his friend is. We've not met Halfway yet. He's dead. Well, yeah, but he still watches over Halfway. Oh, that's true. He knows yes. what's been going on, but he's now having an... In, he wants an interface with Halfway so he can get mm. the minor details. I think the main clue is that there's a coffee machine. Yes, I know. But it's just the fact that he said grinding away. Oh, and don't you think grinding away is a bit, you know, a bit sexual, a bit saucy? So I'm t- I'm, I'm even going to go with the Cathy's. <laughs> that's so sexy. <laughs> Kathy's there. That's true. Kathy sexes it up. Well, or or the Prince Albert, which is also mm. Kathy's domain. So I'm 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 wondering if when he touches or sees something, is maybe there'd be a bit more of a clue. So I'm going to go with C. Okay. Ooh, I can see some really expensive paintings on the wall. Wow, they're really impressive. <laughs> Easily pleased, isn't he? Halfway. <laughs> You haven't seen the painting. Halfway's hat. And that's true. I can't mm-hmm. see through his eyes. Um, expensive paintings. I mean, that can't be the cafe then. <laughs> expensive paintings. What well, has a coffee machine? What's? I guess. But they're not really. They're not paintings, are they? They're just pictures of men making out and <laughs> women in. How impressive are they? Yeah, but they're not paintings. <laughs> they're impressive. Some of them are oh, yeah, delightful, but they're not paintings. Paintings. Obviously, there's Cocos and Sons, but he's already been to Cocos and Sons. Mm. So he wouldn't go there again, I don't think. Or at least if That's he... when he was inside a coffin. Yes. Remember. It was, something was wet and moist, wasn't it? Was that when? Yeah. Um, something sort of rotting. Yeah. I don't think he'd get lost there again. Painting. There's always one clue that just completely puts me off. <laughs> you've still got one left. Touch. Oh, yes. Go on. Give me touch. So you've got no guesses at the moment. You're still on the Prince Albert, are you? Or cafe? Or... I don't think it's either of those. Oh, no. So you've got no clue. No, I have no idea. I can feel some soft, fluffy pillows. Oh, they feel like a hundred percent cotton. Quite lovely. Hundred percent cotton. Is that another clue? <laughs> is this the way a dot would have been? Well, it's all, everything around? is a clue. It just I, depends how yes. you interpret these clues. <laughs> yes. Half his hat's very cryptic. Hundred percent cotton pillows, fluffy pillows. Yeah. Expensive paintings, and what was the other one? A coffee machine. Ooh, oh, yeah. I'm just thinking. Doesn't Gray and Chantel have a a very Nice house with some paintings. Don't they own a coffee machine of their own? Don't know. They have a hobless hob. Don't we all? <laughs> um, oh, I don't think. I think that's too. That's too narrow, too niche to say it was Chantel and Gray's house because normally it's a public place. It's not the Vic because he's been to the Vic before as well. He got lost at the Vic, but he's never been lost at the cafe. He's never been lost at Prince Albert. But Prince Albert don't have posh paintings. <laughs> have you seen the bathrooms? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. <laughs> not for the use of drying. Might be painting a cafe somewhere. If anyone's ever painted Kathy, please share <laughs> on our social media. Um, Come on, you go. I'm going to press you for an answer now. I'm going to say Chantel and Gray's, but I think that's too niche an answer. I'm going to say mm. it's Chantel and Gray's house. Yeah, you sure? Yes, I'm sure. halfway's one chance to meet Callum as an out and gay man. <laughs> not Dot Cottons? No, it's not Dot Cottons. No, nothing's posh <laughs> about Dots. It's. I'm just trying to think of all the places. It's not the car lot. It can't be the fish and chip shop. It's not. Walford East. They're all public places. Would he go would he go to like someone's private abode and get lost? I don't know. It depends who's lost him. You got E twenty. Oh he wanders though, doesn't he? <laughs> it's not E twenty. If it was E twenty, I reckon he'd mention the Honey and Adam, they have a house. The Armits have a house. Yeah, but do they have a coffee machine? I remember Grey and Chantel's was mentioned. Yeah, I'm gonna say Grey and Chantel's house. Yeah, okay, well yeah. let's see if you are correct. Yes! You're right. Oh good. That's where I am. 
Number one, Albert Square. Albert Square, yes. Gray and Chantel Atkins' house. Hmm. They must have a lot of money. Well, Gray is a solicitor, so yeah, he's spinning in the money. Expensive paintings, 100% cotton pillows, coffee machines. I got it from the paintings, really, because no one else has expensive paintings. (laughs) But the coffee machine kind of tipped over. Wasn't it mentioned in an episode last week? I don't know. Depends on the stairs. Of course. We we don't pre-record these bits at all, do we? (laughs) Well, there you go. Lucky Halfway's hat has been found. Yeah, so so... now he gets to see Callum. They get to have a nice big gay time. Do you reckon Callum's going to sew in a little rainbow into him or something? (laughs) Maybe. Whitney could Whitney Whitney could do a nice little design on the front of the hat. Put some bows and camo on there. <laughs> well, he's only back for one day, so he can't have too much. Well, but... he can, yes, he can only return for Halloween. There you go. Well done. You found where Halfway Hat was. Thank you. <laughs> and that was the Halloween special of Where's Halfway's Hat. Oh, it's so lovely hearing his voice again. You once a year. <laughs> he reincarnated. Well, he might be back sooner than you think. Maybe. Well, he's gone back now. Yeah, he's back ret- to death. He's, ret- <laughs> he's dead ret- again. He's returned. He's returned to his heavenly cloud. Just like the cockroach in Dottie's sandwich. Mm, For nice. a vegan, that was quite a nasty thing she did there. Was it already dead? This cockroach, or did she kill it? Oh yeah, she wouldn't do very well in I'm a Celebrity, would she? <laughs> so yeah, we had the. It's like four storylines, but like merged into one weird one mess <laughs> sandwich storyline. I still don't know how this sandwich business is like the next big idea. I don't know how they have a license to sell sandwiches in the middle of the square. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Ian is being a complete bastard. I can say bastard because Stacey said you it. You said it twice already. Why not yeah. third time? Ian was being a bastard. Four. Slap. Um, <laughs> but I do kind of agree with him. Like they're cooking in a random kitchen where Max Branning eats, which is going to mm. be dirty. It's going to be very dirty. You Max know, Amy, Ricky, Jack, Tiff, Oh yeah, Keegan, dirty children's lives hands. In there. They're picking their noses, wiping it on the sideboard. Mm. Bogey sandwich, please. Yes, please. <laughs> and these scummy sandwiches are apparently like the next big thing. But they're really artisan, aren't they? It's like they could, there's not just cheese and pickle, Ben. It's like an M&S advert. This isn't just cheese and pickle. <laughs> this is a Keegan and Ikra cheese and pickle mm. sandwich. With special butter. It's Again, just... if it's got butter in it, why is Dottie having a sandwich? No, quite. She wanted vegetarian, didn't she? Well, I hope she had an olive spread. <laughs> This, again, doesn't really make sense. They're weird business. Apparently, Ikra's like a businesswoman. Keegan's making loads of money. I love that Ikra keeps mentioning, I have a business degree. Every time Ian's like, you don't know anything. He's like, I think my business degree would say otherwise. (laughs) He's like, can you imagine going up to Gray and saying, you know nothing about the law? Well, actually, I think Mm. I find my solicitor's degree says otherwise. (laughs) I mean, when um, Ikra asked Habiba to keep an eye on Ian online... Um, do you think she's going to, like, get in contact with Mags? Get a thing? Oh, I'd love Mags to come back. Mags comes back and goes, Ian, 30 years ago. It was mentioned recently. We mm. know if something gets mentioned, it normally comes up a week she later. She might pop back up again. Do you she reckon she's still up. got her the same van? She'll, like, oh, come yeah. rattling up with this van that's been hand-painted. <laughs> it. Yeah, yes, that's what I mean. It's been <laughs> hand-painted on the sides. Mm. Or, like, the staff that he used to hire and didn't pay them tax. Is that going to come and haunt mm. him now for his campaign? Or the partnership she was meant to have with Sharon yeah. and never did. <laughs> Sharon can be in a witness. So there's obviously going to be something, some sort of dirt dig up on Ian over this. Because he's, like, trying to take Keegan down. Well, like yes. this poor 18-year-old boy who's trying to do a business. And because because somehow his sandwich business has basically destroyed... His the, lunch trade. His lunch trade. I mean, it's not like he's the... 
the only restaurant in the mm. whole of Walford. There's other Prince stores. Prince Albert. There's Prince Albert. There's yeah. There's the cafe. There's his own cafe. <laughs> there's the, the the Vic. You know, there are other places. I don't mm. think his sandwich store is particularly damaging his profits. It can't mm. do because they're different. They're completely different things. One's a sit down restaurant, and one's <laughs> a pick up a sandwich and walk off onto the train and eat it. Mm. I mean, Kathy's like, I'm doing fine. So of course, Kathy is because Kathy has got the customer service. <laughs> she when someone walks in through that door. She's waving that rainbow flag and she's saying, all right, mm. fancy a drink. Apart from to Ian where she tips food over him like once a week. But then that's justified mm. because I would tip food over Ian too. I know, he's being like ultra grotty, isn't he, Ian? Oh, he's really mumpy. And th- the other problem is for him is that because I think Habiba is now becoming Habiba P.I. So she's going to be like, can imagine she's going to put on a stick on moustache mm. and start wearing Hawaiian Her shirts. Her team up. So she's going to start finding information. And it's at the same time that Ian is now mm. becoming the counsellor. Oh, yeah, they're going to be linked. Counselor. So that's where the link's going to be, isn't it? She's going to find some dirt and say to him, like, you know, I'm going to reveal this to the press if you don't, you know, let up on your food standards complaint. Again. I mean, there's a lot she can My find sister. out, to be fair. Oh, Ian, um... Ian Bill has quite the history of the square. <laughs> but um, it, I, I have been like thinking, like, what could it be? We mentioned last week how they seem to have forgotten Ian's history with him and Jean. Only a few months ago, mm. we were in a relationship and they act like they don't know each other. We had Bobby, like, sort of pleading and saying, oh, do you want to come help me with feeding the homeless? I thought you might want to come help, Dad. He even offers to help Ian with his his uh, campaign, his campaign yeah. for becoming councillor. But you forget, Ian, he was homeless. So, like, why is he not... Oh, yeah, I will go help the homeless because I've been in that situation before. Remember? And it's like, oh, Ian's history's forgotten again. Mm. Like, why is he not feeling sympathetic and thinking... You know what? I was homeless. I was bankrupt in that situation once. Yeah. Maybe I will just. I needed help. Go but then and I help think Bobby. it's because it, it, if you noticed, it was as soon as Bobby used the term the mosque, and Ian was instantly his back went up because his eyes kind of went. Why would I help that? So I think again, it's kind of this <laughs> whole religion thing. He mm. doesn't want to. Because he had an issue to. when Kathy was with Masood, didn't he? Yeah. I don't think that was religion, though. I think that was more no, the but, fact like, it that it could be linked. I think it was more the fact that it's like he saw. Masood as someone of his own age and so he was a bit young for Kathy and he would never bow down to Masood either, would he? He, would he never... did mention her being Christian though when he found out and him being Muslim no, because I don't he think... said your two worlds wouldn't work well together. He yes, did he that did say her. that. You're quite right. You're quite right. Mm. And, well, Ian's I never not forget. <laughs> when that's true. But I think it's more that he would never concede and kind of see Masood as his senior person. But I think this is very much with Bobby. He's almost laughing at the fact that he is taking this religion more seriously than I think Ian thinks he should bother mm. with. Um, and he, he always rolls his eyes when it's mentioned about... He just doesn't learn for Bobby, though, does he? Like, but... A few weeks ago, Bobby nearly killed himself. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. You, you're, forgetting, you're thinking of like very past history, very recent history. Mm. He was at the side of Bobby's bed, begging Bobby to start this... You know, oh, yeah. start this we'll, conversation we'll be with him again yeah. yeah we'll start again we'll be together and then bobby again tries and ian's just like no and kathy's desperately like gesturing toward <laughs> ian to say come on come on mm. say yes say you will help There's him only so much kathy can blatantly say to mm. his face and he still doesn't realize ian's just so blinkered isn't he He just doesn't see anything outside his own little bubble and world mm. he's, he's just now he's got an idea in his thick head <laughs> that he wants to become a counselor <sighs> a story that if you remember yeah, right, drop story. dropped a year mm. ago and now it's picked back up again. Mm. It's, it's just... got a different poster though, I think this this time than the poster he had made last time. Well, I think we need a copy of that poster and we need to po- we need to have it <laughs> sticking up on the wall just to the right of us here yeah. and to remind us exactly why Ian Bill mm. needs to be. I mean, it was around Wolford. a year ago they were trying to do the storyline because it was when Kamel was doing the knife box thing. Yeah, but that's what it was, and he dropped it because 
he realised that Carmel's drive was more important than his own drive because mm. originally it was Carmel and Ian fighting against each other to become counsellors. Then obviously, unfortunately, Shaquille had been stabbed and killed mm. and Ian realised his priorities. Character growth. It was a small character yeah. growth. His priorities <laughs> were to basically drop it and forget about it. But, you know, it, it was it probably a, would have been a good story at the time, but obviously things had to change mm. in order to coincide with everything else. No, they're it's trying just, again. Well, they're trying it again, and I don't think it would be a bad story. I think it might be quite an entertaining and funny story. I think the root is it should be a little bit lighthearted. But ultimately, it's not funny, the fact that him and Bobby are meant to be helping each other and growing this relationship together. Mm. And where Bobby's putting out the olive branch, Ian's just kind of snapping it away all the time and just saying, no, 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 I'm busy with my own stuff now. I'm mm. busy with my own stuff he's gonna lose another kid if he's not careful he's lost two already he's dropping them like flies isn't he <laughs> uh the other part of the storyline we had the young couple tiff and keegan tiff's been the um mum at home isn't she she's a good little wife kids. isn't she <laughs> good wifey <laughs> she's used to being that isn't she yeah and then keegan's like not really telling her that the business is kind of doing bad but he's worrying isn't he yeah. it's really sad actually it's like an old married couple aren't they but keegan yeah and keegan feels like he's like letting everyone down when he really hasn't with his sandwiches with his, yeah, with his sandwiches <laughs> but he was so happy because he was so successful and he was proving mitch wrong which is always mm. a good thing mm, always true. prove mitch wrong um and he was you know he was somewhat successful and he was slowly growing the business and he was showing the ikra that he had the enthusiasm to grow it with her and then he, this one little blip, thanks to Ian, again, knocking someone down to mm. get himself feel better about himself. That's the problem with Ian, isn't it? He has to knock people down to make himself feel better. He can't just feel good in his own skin. He mm. only feels good if everyone else's skin is just destroyed around him. Um, and we, speaking about the Keegan thing, we had, it was basically the Dottie and Tiff feud was like reignited over her bolognese. Because mm. um, Keegan did tell Tiff in the end about the business and what Dottie had done and sabotaged. And so she took it, stand up for her man, stormed over to Dot's house and... Um... Yeah, said, you've started something now yeah. and war. this is a war. Yeah, you're not going to... Don't want to start a war with me. No mm. feud with me, love. And um, Kirsty did look like, oh, for God's sake, actually. What have I done? Yeah, you're, yeah, Can't she, be bothered. I don't think... No, I don't think she could be... I think she was scared. I think she was genuinely worried. Mm. Which is... It's not the tiff she can tip into a bin anymore. No, it's not. No, it's not in her... In her and throw a dress over the... Uh... <laughs> the tip bin i mean the dotty um introduction we might as well talk about her we haven't really had a chance to talk about her but there's no like sort of sign at what her storyline is or why she's in the soap it's really weird isn't it because they've introduced lots and lots of new characters mm. in a very short space it's of like time no direction. and a lot of them have just kind of just been plopped in the middle of the square and just waiting mm. to be ignited yeah, like you know partnered I mean? up with some random person and yeah or just kind of left. just background at the mm. moment and just everyone's kind of just waiting for the, their story to develop mm. i mean it's nice that they've remembered tiff and kirsty has this long feud even though they were kids they didn't particularly like one another because no. dotty was... was like hor- more well, i was gonna say to tiff dotty, was more to horrible fair. to kirsty yeah. than, than the other way around so you can kind of understand why kirsty kind of wants i think ultimately she wants to steal keegan from tiff to prove that maybe Do you think well she because she deliberately made fun of tiff in front of keegan and Keegan was very quick to stand up and defend oh, yeah. Tiff. And that's really where the whole sandwich... She didn't expect their relationship to yeah, be Yeah, the whole strong. sandwich thing started from, wasn't it? That's kind of ignited and started the feud then between her and Tiff. Mm. It's a bit of a shame we've not seen a bit more of Dot and Kirsty. Like, she hasn't even mentioned Nick dying. Like, something like that. Mm. Like, because Dot, you know, offed Nick. Like, does Kirsty know this? Are they going to talk about that? I dad? don't... The thing is, I really don't think there's going to be any too dramatic story between Dot or any character because I just don't think the actress June Brown has it in her to mm. have 
this have a big dramatic story anymore no, like, even especially like a long scenes. running one yeah but you can't do if you want to do a story where like it's revealed that it was her who killed dotty's or kirsty's dad then that's that's a long story to start and i think it's one of those that can't be done anymore by june brown i'd love june brown to be able to do it but mm. i just don't think she could do that anymore well she's on this is the first ever for extenders i think she's on a monthly rolling contract that's so every month <laughs> every, every month june brown decides if she wants to um sign and mm. she's on a monthly one so i mean it's new. nice i like a, june brown now to me is a bit like what ethel was in eastenders in the 90s and that it was nice to see her come in and out special every events. now and then special events or you know the occasional story but nothing too hard nothing too difficult mm. but i don't think she'll ever i mean the fact that they have to get someone else to play dot cotton when she's out on the street <laughs> is quite a worrying sign that they really she can't really do any Externally. very strenuous thing well no any strenuous scenes mm. whatsoever is she always if you notice june brown's always doing scenes sat down now as well well don't know, the other day she was carrying a tray in and out of the kitchen i mean that's prop work and you can't go wrong with a bit of prop no. work but Sonia just sat on her bum on the on the sofa june brown was up down up down but also if you've not noticed that um uh, dot uh, is the, the, her story very much is that she's buying that council house mm. and don't you think that this is and almost cold <laughs> and yes and she needs to get the heating sorted <laughs> out but don't you think that it's almost kind of wrapping itself up with dot mm. like, but there must be a reason for kirsty and dot there must be a plan they're just not showing us anything I, reason i'm hoping that it's because they're going to bring in kirsty's family somehow or some other mm. cottons because that'd be interesting they should keep a cotton well, she's line. Got charlie yeah who's her uncle cool no her brother isn't it charlie nick's other son yeah yeah, yeah. so they could bring in charlie hmm. and his kid and wife i'd like them to have cottons back mm. on the street because it'd be fun yeah but there's just so there's just so little cottons there's not very many to pick from there's rose cotton, cotton. picking <laughs> <laughs> there's rose cotton and like charlie cotton and that's it pretty much yeah but, you don't, yeah but charlie's had a son hasn't he yeah a baby yeah. in ireland yeah but then that's what i mean it's bring yeah, him down that's true bring him in Maybe he could bring in a new wife, so there's a nice little family unit there, mm. ready to move into Dot's newly bought council house with heating. So you're killing off Dot, basically. I'm not. I'm not killing off out of malice. I'm just saying that she's upstairs. She's upstairs. I think Dot's character is coming to a natural end, and um, I think they need to make that natural end sooner rather than later. Not because I dislike Dot. <laughs> Please don't send me hate, but because I think that if they don't, it's a bit like Doctor Leg. If they don't do it now. They might miss the opportunity. Mm, don't want that. No, he is a legacy. God, this there. sounds awful, isn't it? I'm, I'm predicting someone's. Well, Dot might demise. die on like the 35th anniversary. Maybe that's like a good, mm. good milestone to go. <laughs> <laughs> Always as good as any, I suppose. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to the final story discussion of the week before we um, get censored. So we get to say goodbye to two dear actors who've brought so much to the show. Their time cause... was somewhat shorter than we all thought it was going to be. <laughs> It was. I mean, they spent eight months of it away. Yeah. Um, but it's been announced that this was Miriam Ashad's last appearance, but the door has been left open mm. for them to come back from their pilgrimage. <laughs> pilgrimage. <laughs> what is this pilgrimage? I don't really understand. I'm just, I was just imagining them both with backpacks and like long sticks and goats <laughs> following them, mm. and they're just kind of like walking up mountains to is find something somewhere to... Is something you do in like elder life, like go on a pilgrimage? Well, they're going back to their homeland. <laughs> So presumably just pilgrimage is just another word for seeing family. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah, finding peace 
at the end yeah. of your life, I guess. It's yeah, very, some kind of mantra, isn't it? It I just guess. feels very rushed and weird, and like it was all organised in about three hours. Yeah, I know. This, like this, a, a well, family reunion. It's almost going on the other side of the world trip was booked, <laughs> organised, and done within yeah, one day. It's very, very odd. And like the fact that they've like done a one eight. We know Adam's horrible, mm. but they really like amped him up into evil zone for like one scene quickly just to really push this along it was yeah, well, very the, strange the final death nail into the adam coffin wasn't yeah it, really this is the end of him it was weird he was like mm. saying that it's like miriam's was a bad mum and she deserved she's ruined hundreds of kids lives and all sorts that was so, really what? confusing wasn't it it's like mm. they said oh look at this wall of pictures of children mm. you know look at all the lives that she's touched and he said no she never touched anyone's life she would she was a bad mum and obviously she overheard it which devastated her mm. so what what's that about it's like we're never going to really know yeah, are there we? A secret? is he abusive mm. or what well what did what happened to adam to make him feel that way very strange because we almost got like half a hint at adam's upbringing like earlier in the week when he was but it turned out that he was lying to her saying that he was sorry because she asked him about habiba mm. and he said something about how i've always felt alone or i've always felt like people have left me and we almost got like a human side of Adam's past. Yeah. But then he gave like an evil look at the camera as he hugged her. So it's like, yeah, he, okay, I assume you were just lying and manipulating the story, her. yeah. So I was like, oh, that's a bit rubbish. But but what, what was it that made Adam say that she was a bad mother? I know, it's weird. Because Something... then she overheard and he was like, oh, I didn't mean it. I was just overdramatic. Yeah, but, <laughs> but there really must have been something random. that caused him mm. to say that. Especially since Ikra and Habiba almost, were almost making excuses for Miriam at that point. Mm. Like they were, they were deliberately trying to say, no, you know, you're looking at it in the wrong perspective. She was a very good mother. She was great. And then he was like, no, she wasn't. You're looking at it from the wrong perspective. She was a terrible mother. So what is it that she did to Adam? Will we ever find out? I don't know. I don't think, I don't she think did we do will. Anything. That's the weird Bizarre. thing. Well, maybe she didn't do anything because then at the end of the episode, when they had past kids who'd been cared by <laughs> yeah. them, you know, clapping. Dropped everything, came over. Yeah, they did. Well, they, it's a nice bit of continuity. They brought over the, um, well, one of the yeah, gay one couple. Half of the gay one couple. half of the gay couple. Split up the other one was between. working. <laughs> the other one had work. <laughs> No, he didn't. But the daughter they adopted mm. and didn't invite Haley. I know. I thought I wondered that Cherry. too. I'd like to have seen Haley and Cherry or the. Do you remember way back when it was the oh, two? Oh yeah, that baby. Yeah, um, and they that Rainy kidnapped they, or whatever. No, Rainy didn't kidnap. Yeah, Rainy like, talked saved. them down. Yeah. This is when Rainy was still okay mm. as well. I forget their names now. Oh, I can't. Im Imram. I can't remember. No, it wasn't Imram. It was something. It was a couple, weren't they? Yeah, and they were like CCTV. <laughs> But that's when they installed the CCTV, yeah. and that was the episode when you saw the screen and each thing clicked on, <laughs> click, click, click. And where we learnt that Masood was a big fan of Instagram. Yeah, Tiff's Instagram. Like apparently. trolling young teenage girls on Instagram. <laughs> but um, yeah, we saw the end of Mira and Asha. They went in one suitcase. The house <laughs> for of, their pilgrim. The Masood's house is now, I guess, Habiba and Ikra's because Asha's going to move in. Yeah, but that's a rented house. Well, it's Masood's, isn't it? He rents it. And then Miriam oh, and Rashad right. like, decided right. to move in and said it was theirs, but wouldn't pay him rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? And then he disappeared, and now yeah. they've just walked off, and now there's just two girls. But then Ikra and Habiba were the original tenants after Masood had left, and then Miriam... No, and Miriam and Rashad were there first. Oh, well, then, then they, Habiba... that's when they went off for eight months. Yeah, they disappeared. That's it. And then, and then Ikra and Habiba moved in, because now Ikra's moved back in... So now Robbie's flat is yeah. is empty. Robbie's paying it from India. <laughs> is he? Because he's never coming back. <laughs> well, Kush is paying it then. No, because Kush is staying with Kat. <laughs> so no one's renting that flat. No. Or, or, or people are paying money into Someone somewhere is. where they're not staying. Somewhere. Janine. 
But it's open, isn't it? That flat's now open for anyone to move into. Perhaps three brothers. Or will the three brothers move into the Ahmed's house with Ash? Will they like rekindle? And... Do you think Ash would move in with Ikra now? She's they probably moved into she the was at the house. she was at Robbie's flat quite a lot, wasn't she? That's, well, twice we saw her. Mm, that's quite a lot. That's quite from three in a, short, in a short term. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll move in, or maybe like Ash will make friends with her mum, and they'll bring her in to like die and. Wow. Live... Well, she's dying of cancer. Maybe they'll all live in that house together. Mm. And then Habib will have an affair with one of the brothers. But Ash doesn't want anything to do with her mum because she said yeah, she not... doesn't yeah, want to be I'm my carer. Yeah, I'm talking in the future, like two weeks. Yeah, but she said, she, I don't want to be my mum's carer. The only reason she wants to make up... She's a doctor. She should. Well, yeah, but that's the point. She said, the only reason my mum wants to me to be friends with her is because she wants free medical attention 24-7. And that's the only reason. That's what Miriam would expect. Yeah, but Ash doesn't have to worry what Miriam thinks. Now she's on a pilgrimage. Mm, the pilgrimage. Um, we also had bits of honey, like not eating still, yeah, looking she... at breakfast, looking at like cocktail sausages. Puts the cocktail not... sausage back on the tray, dirty <laughs> Tracy beggar. Tracy was like, um, yeah, I know you don't do that exactly. <laughs> I know there's sticks that you touch, but at the same time, it's been in the kind of like pers- yeah. proximity of her mouth, so mm. you don't really put it back on the tray. You're Very right, strange. Tracy. Rightly gave quite a filthy look mm. toward honey for that, and we had some like slightly human moments from Mick with honey which was quite nice to see from mick mm. where he was just being supportive and telling sort of telling her that she's a nice sort You're beautiful and beautiful don't let anyone tell you otherwise honey <laughs> because honey was desperate for advice about how their relationship which to be fair again mick and linda's relationship mm. isn't probably the best don't wear knickers basically yeah isn't the best source to kind of like try to pluck information from and um he also managed to like fix the competition of like the best couple and um said it was honey and adam who were voted when in fact it was Chantel and gray but miriam does give um billy some advice about honey oh, God. and that's you know you're the one you're the only one I who know. can save honey now oh why why is it months ago we said billy and honey storyline it's that's all they're good for mm, and then we over. and then but then there was a bit of hope there was a little light of hope yeah. when there was adam and honey storyline and then there was a bit of dodginess with adam we thought oh okay that's fine though because it gives honey a bit of an interesting story mm. a bit of an arc and now it just looks like she's going to just flop back into yeah, billy she was so going back with billy mm-hmm. within a matter of weeks i imagine Sit in the minute mart, and then that'll be that. Yeah, and then they will just be forgotten as characters again. Mm. Pam's ne- back next week. If Pam gives Billy his job back at the bloody funeral, funeral place, we've literally wasted a year and a half. Yeah, that's right. They I guess back where they were in a dead end. Do you think Pam will interact with Billy though? Because there doesn't seem <sighs> to be any signs that that's going to happen. I don't know. It's going to be Callum, isn't it? Billy. There's some changes uh, in Callum jobs. Callum and Ben, I should say. There's some changes in jobs. I know that much, but um, I just hope it's not Billy getting a job back there she'd be a fool if she did mm. but it, it would just feel like literally rewinding honey and billy's character a year and a half well and so then they're back to so square but one the, but then who has the flat above is callum at the moment isn't it above the funeral parlor yeah, callum, but then Stuart he, and Rainey. yeah but then he had it on the proviso that he was starting a family i guess with whitney mm. so i suppose callum might get booted out of the flat again mm. unless pam gives it to him and ben maybe well that's true they can move in together couldn't they yeah. so be and kick Stuart out <laughs> But yes, we just wave goodbye to Arshad Miriam. Maybe she'll they'll meet um Ted and Wanda on the pilgrimage. Maybe. Yeah, they could do bungee jumping together. Mm. Send off um incriminating voicemails to one another. They'll become like the most fun characters in the world now they're off screen. Yeah, which which we'll never see. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be far infinitely more interesting. <laughs> but um yeah, character well wasted there, I feel, with both of them. Well, more Miriam. Su- yeah. 
who no, just turned both in... of them both yeah. of them there was such an interesting there was such an interesting time they could have had with bobby and there was so much prem- promise with that oh yeah what's going to happen with bobby now i know i liked the fact that we were learning with bobby yeah. about the and he history had them to go to yeah but, yeah, but we that's what i say we were learning with him hmm. so it, it was an interesting you know view into another religion and into other hmm. you know other that's gone now big shame just feels completely wasted opportunity for me for two characters who could have been quite decent oh well they could always come back yeah they say the door's been left open but i don't think it has okay i think the door's closed (laughs) (laughs) permanently so yeah that was the halloween roundup we didn't really talk about the halloween party in the vic but it was just the carters it wasn't much of a party really yeah that was it whitney had a black wig on right so we're going to go on to our um who won the week uh this time last year and our listeners comment You know me, I ain't one to gossip. So as Ben indicated, we have many, many things to do at the end of the show. We have Who on the Week, we have This Time Last Year, we have your comments, we also have news. So let's start with birthdays and deaths. Oh yeah, my favourite subject. Mm. Death, that is, not birth. Um, only one birthday this week, and I'm sure you, if you thought about it, you could guess who it was. Only one person was born on Halloween. Oh, um, Cherry. Cherry. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Later left in... on the doorstep. Yeah, there were two others, but they were like so random I couldn't bother to add them, so I didn't. But yeah, Cherry Slater, 31st of October 2018. And only three people have died on Halloween. Oh, really? That surprises me. Yeah. It seems like the right time of year for death. I know, it's funny, isn't it? Um, two on the same day, which was 2002, which was Trevor Morgan. Moo. Moo. And Tom Banks, the fireman. Sharon's, oh, of course Sharon's it bow. is. Doesn't this lead to your... It does. Last and the other soon. one was 31st of October Halloween again, 2013, which is Michael Moon, who got mm. stabbed to death by Janine. She told the police it was someone else. But yeah, we all know it was April Branning, really. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> um, so yeah, the episode I watched was the 31st of October and the 1st of November 2002, because it was Trevor and Little Mo. They have like a two-hander on the 31st, pretty much a two-hander, mm. um, where they just, he's got her in a house and they're going through their whole history of things and he's throwing gasoline everywhere. And um, yeah, she gets the match and she says, you don't scare me, and then drops the match and then it all goes to pot. Mm. At the meantime, Sharon... Sharon, I have to try and find... I was trying to get a photo of her, but it wasn't HD and it didn't look good enough. But, oh, my God, she looks so different. <laughs> when she walked past, I was like, who is that? And then I, I kept re-watching it. It's like, oh, my God, it's Sharon. What's different about her? Oh, my Just I'll show you a picture later. Okay. But, um, yeah, I was like, ooh, Sharon. You know when she did the BT advert? She looks a bit like that, but, like, foxier. That was the mid-90s, wasn't it? Yeah, but even, like, foxier. She was short haircut. Mm. boobs out it was all going on <laughs> short dress do you reckon she had a deal with like uh for a dvd fitness probably thing? yeah she was mm. on it but um she, this was the first time her and tom told each other they loved each other oh no <laughs> it can only go downhill from here that was mainly the story plus with um all the slaters trying to work out where mo was because it was meant to be the wedding night of her and billy and that's why he like throws like, oh, right. her and things and he, he's basically said i'm not divorcing you you we did vows death to us part and all this stuff and he was getting a bit um bit touchy mm. um but all, obviously everyone knows that the house went up in flames and tom was off duty but he's never really off duty no, sharon no he's had one glass of wine <laughs> and he storms into that building in no and out of he's flammable <laughs> yeah that's true in and out of that building three times and um trevor's the last one left in there right. and um she looks at him and goes you don't have to and then like, you could hear the sirens in the background she goes 
and like smiles like you don't have to go in holds his hand he looks at her and shakes and says i have to go in oh and then the whole building explodes yeah so sharon loses another love of her life she just loses them they drop like Mm, flies poor sharon but um yeah very good episodes little Mm. mo casey ainsworth was on it there's a little clip on our twitter of the episode that you can watch 40 second clip i was gonna say there's a snippet isn't there Mm. on our twitter which it's like a little snapshot into the acting masterclass between both of them Mm. yeah very good didn't someone retweet it as well casey ainsworth yes (laughs) thank you i've not seen this thank you casey for the wonderful work and um if you ever want to bring little mo back mo there's always christmas so um that was who won that week but who won this week the four options were dotty's meal deal oh what good names stacy's one night stand Mm -hmm. ash's family reunion sexy and sharon's showdown bitchy mm. and you were able to vote on our twitter our facebook and our instagram all the scores get put together and then we get one final score and ben who do you think was the winner gotta be mel and sharon come on it was sharon's yeah. showdown with 42 percent of the vote ash's family reunion came second with 33 oh, that's good. yeah really good stacy's one night stand with 20 percent, and dotty's meal deal with five percent yeah, that's understandable. Mm, Stacy, scene stealer. <laughs> I mean, we'll read out some of the comments relating to the stories this week on our social media. But before we go forward with that, we're going to just go over a couple of news articles that literally came out an mm-hmm. hour or two. Spoilers. Before yes, so before we uh, recorded this podcast, so just to let you know, uh, there will be spoilers, um, especially with the first one. So you might want to skip forward maybe a minute or two. Um, mm, just turn it off. Just turn us off. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Bye turn us off. Bye, half of you. Well, before you turn us off, don't forget you can find us on Twitter, at EastEnders Week, <laughs> on Instagram, at EastEnders Weekly Podcast, Facebook, EastEnders Weekly Podcast, search for it, and then click on to join the group. Yeah. You can also find us on YouTube or email us, EastEndersWeekly at gmail.com. But everyone listening now likes spoilers, and we're here for it. Okay, so here Give we Give them to me. Feed them to me. I will. <laughs> I'll stick it in your mouth till you're sick. So the big story is, is that Keanu is leaving. <gasps> the, the character of Keanu will be oh going at Christmas gosh. time. Danny Walters is off. Mm. You see, I did say he was growing his hair on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I did. I was extremely suspicious at the time. And lots of people said, nah, he looks better with longer hair. Now we know why. Now we know growing why. Growing it out for his exit. I mean, a lot of people were quite upset because this was revealed and people didn't really want yes. to know. It would have been Stupid. better to keep it as a surprise Especially seeing Christmas. as it's the Christmas storyline. Yeah. So we, we pretty much know now what Christmas is going to be all about. And that is pretty much the fallout. I mean, we always knew it was going to be mm. something linked toward it. But we didn't know if it would be Christmas or whether they would stretch it out a bit thinner and make mm. it more the 35th anniversary. I don't want Keanu to die, though. Putting that out there now. Okay. I don't think I think it's a bit it's too necessary. late. So they've obviously been recorded. Yeah, I know. I don't care. But I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I don't think it will do any good for the Taylors or Karen. I don't think it will help Louise or Sharon. I just don't think he needs to die. Mm. I can just see that it would just be annoying that it will taint Karen as a mum and as a character and the family. I think, I, I in my head, I've got like a Simon Wicks exit for him. Just Where he just gives up, gets in a car puts on his vest and leaves but what would what would cause him to leave because don't forget he's obviously got the child of louise but he's also got the child with sharon mm. so 
and you know, he's very committed yeah, family, to family, isn't, isn't he? He's mm. very, you know, he's very much wants to, he wants to hang around the square. Something we actually didn't really talk about when we did the summing up, but he's the one kind of pushing, wanting to stay because he wants to stay with Sharon so we can kind of grow yeah, up with that's true. Her, their kid together as well. So what would cause Keanu to leave, to be pushed so far that he would leave his other child? Well, both his children, <laughs> if you think about it, because I'm presuming he's not leaving with Louise either. Yeah, so no. two children. What would it be? Probably I've got a theory. Death. Or, yeah. throwing this out, <laughs> Ingrid turns up. <laughs> oh, yeah. With a baby in her arm. <gasps> Another Keanu. <laughs> she said, before I left Keanu, I was actually pregnant. Mm. And, you know, she's a safe option. Nice baby's already there. Pops it wouldn't be a her. baby, would it? It's been about two years. Oh, yeah, years. it'd be like <laughs> it'd be a toddler. toddler. Yeah, <laughs> toddler Abby. She's still breastfeeding this two-year-old. <laughs> so that could happen. You could leave with her, Ella, um, Simon Wicks and Cindy. I just don't want Karen to have a dead child i just don't want it no it'd be a huge shame and i also think it's such they kill off too many young characters and we've also got like the un untouched potential of keanu's dad like in prison and the whole stabbing karen thing so you know if they did write him out they need to leave it open to maybe bring him back in to then touch on that side a bit because we've got that whole storyline yeah he could return with his dad that'd Mm. be an interesting turn up for the books wouldn't it if in a year or two's time he turns back up with his father and maybe his dad's the one who's kind of encouraged him to come back to reclaim his two children mm. and also if keanu is it does die mm. like who's gonna kill him because phil doesn't kill people yeah but ben's still got yeah ben a could. bit of a vendetta against him um louise isn't gonna kill someone oh louise she is a mitchell so she might put him in a boot of a car and crush Ulla, aunt, <laughs> aunt roxy she might have learned that from Roxy, mightn't she? No, I don't Sharon's think Louise would killer. get her hands dirty. Louise wouldn't bother, would she? No. It'd be too much hard work She'd be for crying. Louise. Well, it's not just that. It means she has to do something. Mm. And Sharon's not a killer, our Shaz. No, she so would I don't really never. Know not in cold who... blood, anyway. Mm. So I don't know who would kill him. Unless Mel like comes back and kills him. Or Lisa, maybe? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because there's always Mel. Mel is... <laughs> Again, a, a crux of the matter. We, this moves on quite nicely, actually, because after the end of Friday's episode of EastEnders, there was a trailer, and it very much says that, you know, the story is that Mel's mind is slowly deteriorating mm-hmm. further and further, and the grief over Hunter's death is getting more and more of a strain onto her. And there's this really great scene of her kind of driving alongside Sharon on the motorway, oh, yeah. and they kind of <laughs> iron each other up. As if I can't gonna... wait to see that. I mean, are they going to recreate the Steve Owen car chase scene with mm. Sharon and Mel? So but, I'm wondering. But but also, is is Mel going to be ultimately the one that's Keanu's demise? Will Mel hmm. blame Keanu for the reason why Louise doesn't go away with her or something along those I mean, lines? This is something I don't want to talk about earlier, but like when they um both said oh, on your life or something to each other, mm. it was like obviously foreshadowing Mel dying and then they've made her like turn way crazier on Friday and obsessive. Like, are they going to kill Mel? I don't want that. I don't want Mel to die either. I think that's silly. Yeah, I know. But I then she's really got nothing silly. else, has yeah, she? But I don't said care. This, she, but... she's... Or does she die in the car crash with Sharon? Keanu and Sharon think, oh, we're fine now. Mm. Christmas Day, Mel turns up and like announces it and messes everyone's life up and then goes. That would be quite good. Like oh, a yeah, that would be really cool. Really cool, yeah. Um, cause she's finished filming Townsend Alphaway, but there's nothing to stop her coming in for an episode. So maybe that. Mm. But I don't want Mel to die. I don't want Keanu to die. It's too much of a waste. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, time only time will mm-hmm. tell. Fake death for Mel would be quite cool for her. Yeah, for her then to return on Christmas. Yeah, to throw everything all over the place and then just go. <laughs> yeah, to basically stink up the place mm. and then leave. Do a fart in the room and then leave. <laughs> That'd be good for Mel. Chuck a turkey on Sharon and leave. <laughs> she likes chucking food on Sharon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sharon. 
But yeah, I'm not into either of those characters dying, and I will be. I think it will be so ill thought out if Keanu or Mel go in a box. Okay, let us know your thoughts. We've already given you ways to communicate with us, but we'll repeat them again at the end of the podcast. As you have already contacted us with your thoughts, I'm going to start off with something we actually talked about last week, um, because we said about there not being enough elder characters on EastEnders, hmm. and um, someone on Red- two more have gone. Yeah, exactly. There's two more bite the dust. So someone on Reddit actually pulled it up and said they'd listened to the show and had something interesting to say. So I thought I'd read it out. It was Alison E. Historian on Reddit. And she said, I was listening to the podcast and I have been meaning to post for some time. The Square really needs some great older characters or at least needs to utilise the ones they have a bit more. I realise June Brown cannot have a lot of screen time as Dot, but they need to bring in some wise women characters. Why oh why did they kill off Pat Butcher? Why, Ben? Oh, God, don't mention Pat. This gaping hole, thank you very much, (laughs) has never been filled. We don't have any younger characters who could fill it either, which is why I had such high hopes for Miriam. When Miriam collected money for that old woman recently, both my husband and I said, this show needs this woman. Mm, There is a Pat hole (laughs) in the show. So I said when Miriam collected money, it was when Martin collected the money. Yeah, from the old old lady washing her windows. Who did the test with Denise as well. Yes. That's right. But yeah, there is a... The main thing with Pat was as well, killing off was so stupid because she had ties to everyone and she had history in the square. Where it's like bringing in Miriam, she didn't really have that and they didn't even try to make her have ties with people. Mm. So it's trying to find like a character who has ties but also is active enough to do the schedule of EastEnders and to be a good enough actress to like have that motherly feel yeah to have that big role they it's need... really difficult because it's one four times a week now isn't it? i think that's mm. what the trouble is i see what you mean so it's a lot it's a bit of a strain mm. on it but then coronation street have older no, yeah, actresses true. and ken they... ken is an older <laughs> actor but they, they they have a little group of them don't they there's um him and his his girlfriend yeah, the ginger woman love her yeah. don't know her name and there's the other one the moody one who works in the shop oh yeah thin joyce <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the, the, but they are characters together. Yeah. And they all kind of so it'd be nice if they could have two or three because and mm. they just kind of watch over the square, you know. And the, the reason mm. why we brought it up in the first place was because when we were watching classic Eastenders, there was Dot, oh, Ethel, Lou, Lou, exactly, and they were they were just a nice little collective together. Mo Butcher, yeah, yeah, and Mo mm. Butcher, and they just kind of watched the world around them and kind of gave their own kind of opinion on it all, and it was nice to see it. Mm. The trouble is, Kathy is nearly seventy, mm. so she is technically. <laughs> In like she's older than Lou Bill <laughs> was wow. when she was in it, but she just looks so young that she can't really play that role. No, it's difficult, isn't it? Mm. I suppose elderly people don't look young, old, no. elderly anymore, do they? Which is yeah. great, which is fantastic. Mm. But I suppose that kind of yeah. but it's funny seeing like Big Mo and Kathy. They're like ninety and seventy, mm. <laughs> but they act like fifty. Yeah, forty young, sprightly young things. So um, maybe that's a bit of an issue. Maybe that character doesn't technically exist mm. anymore. Talking of about a bit of an issue, mm. the Panzer Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear some comments about them, shall we? Okay. Von Monterio on Facebook said, Vinny is definitely the best of the bunch. His scenes with Ash felt natural and believable. Mm, I agree. There was also someone who called, I didn't get their name and I'm really sorry about this, called Jags a uh, Audi version of Fatboy. Lots of people have been saying that, like Lidl version mm. or Tesco, yeah. Not Tesco very value though, yeah. version. So, fat boy wasn't that good to begin with either. So. No, let's be honest. Uh, comments about Sharon and Mel. Pat on our Facebook said, love, love, love Mel and Sharon taking turns outmaneuvering each other. More of this, please. Mm-hmm. At Universe of Who on Twitter said, we are 
we all know that Sharon saying swear on your life is foreshadowing. Better not be. Uh, another... She swore on Denny's life. And that's not happened. So. <laughs> well, yes, but we keep bringing it up. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, another one from Ron actually on Facebook said, is Jack's job now to hear hypothetical crime confessions from people in the square? <laughs> Seems so. It's a very good point. A few comments on Martin and Ben. Hannah on our Facebook said, I'm at the point where I think Martin deserves everything he gets because he's too stupid to find his way out of his own underwear. And Stacey's not going to help him, so... Out of his underwear, not anymore. <laughs> I'll help. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> You'll take one for the team. You would love every minute of it. At EE Sprite on Twitter said, very contrived, Stacey would have gone straight there and confronted Sonia. She would have. Mm. And at Balan Fan said, why did she not go back? She's even left Arthur there for flipping heck's sake. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. I turned down the language there. <laughs> Uh, the great Max and Ruby mystery was a big one on Twitter. At Kev underscore Andrew said, it's weird, they split up on screen, but a few weeks later, they were back together again, like nothing had happened. At what year underscore is this? So there's nothing interesting about them as a couple at all. That is true. Well, there I'd isn't, because we all thought they'd bring up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At Amy Wonderland 92 said, it's creepy. She's young enough to be his daughter. He really has a thing for younger women. That's true. He was only making fun of someone a few weeks ago, wasn't he, for being with a younger woman? Mm. You have to remember, he was in his mid-30s when he dated, well, had an affair with Stacey. Oh, yeah, he was 16. Older, yeah. So. Mm. He's weird. And Lucy Beale, before she died. She yeah. was only 21, wasn't she? She was, yeah. Well, no, she was younger than that as well, I think. Mm. 1920. At King of Wings says, same as Jack and Denise, so many couples on the square are just meh. They are. They're so random name generator. But they've actually stayed together. But there, there, there seems no purpose for them, mm. other than the fact that let's just couple people just don't up. Let, yeah, make them not be single like Ruby and Max. Yeah. But really, they might as well be single. They'd probably be more interesting single. Mm. Especially Ruby, now she's getting her claws mm. into E20. And Jack and Denise is really, like, unnecessary. Mm. Keep your comments coming in. You and Cat and Kush. I like Cat and Kush. No. Okay. And also, is Karen and Mitch actually together or not? No. Yeah, they act like they are. It's very strange. I think they're just being a unit together for Bailey. Mm. But that's not really... Well, we don't know what's going on with Bailey. Because one minute she's up, one minute she's down. <laughs> no one really knows. Keep your comments coming in on our Twitter, at EastEnders Week. Our Instagram, at EastEnders Weekly Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Search EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Then click to join the group. You can also find us on YouTube. As I said, there's weekly spoilers every Tuesday. And you can also listen to our podcast on there. Just search EastEnders Weekly Podcast on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and click that bell. And click that you want to receive all notifications. <laughs> Um, you can email us at eastendersweekly at gmail.com all those ways you can contact us also if you want to have a shout out of the week don't forget you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts on Spotify on Podbean any podcaster that you enjoy listening to podcasts on and don't forget if you do listen on Apple Podcasts to rate us and write a little comment about what you perhaps enjoy about the show Mm. we love to read them that was another spooky week on the square (laughs) it was and um, thanks for listening this far